Good morning, good morning, good morning, party people, beautiful faces, wonderful folks, all my family, friends, loved ones, and everybody near and dear, few and far between. Good morning, 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 ting, and to you, and you, and you, and you, and you, yes, you, good morning. How are you doing this Friday morning, Friday, hey girl, go ahead and come on here and act like you got some sense, come on in here so we can get this day flowing. How are you doing today? And I pray that if you're starting out a little rough, sketchy, wonky, meh, I hope that something that is stated today resonates with your mind, heart, soul, body, spirit on this morning. I think that's a good plan. I think we're going to go roll with it. Today is kind of a rarity because I am just getting up. I've actually been up since 3.15. I had to go tinkle because, you know, in the upper regions of your life called later to early, later, however you want to state it, middle age, um, sometimes I have to go to the toilet. Anyway, so had a little tink tink moment. And then I got up and went on and stayed up and did one of my homework assignments. And then I was watching a little devotion. And now we're starting the day. So I'm excited to get on here. And again, I hope that you're doing well. So as we state all that and got that out of the way for the current beginning segue or intro of the podcast, what is this podcast? If you are just tuning in, you have been missing a lot. We are um, actively podcasting now since January 3rd, 2022. So shout out to that and shout out to this here, which is the 13th season, 30th episode. This means it's the season close of the conclusion, the culmination, the end, the finale of the Just Jazz podcast. Good morning again to you. Um... I was sitting here and of course presentating, thinking about what I was going to talk about because again, there's no notes. Literally, I get on here and I hit record whatever the Lord lays on me that he allows me to speak on. That's what I share and then the rest of it I keep um, for myself as instructed. Um, but today again, it's no different, but it's, no, it's Friday. And so again, if you've been following the podcast at all, if you caught a couple of episodes, you already know we are fixing to cut up. We are fixing to cut up on this fiercely made, phenomenally done Friday that we've been blessed to see. Okay, so today's schematic theme. Everybody bring it in, bring it in, bring it in, bring it in. The schematic theme, the nuance, the what are you talking about, Jen? The point, the theme of the show today is, is, I'm out. (laughs) That's it. It's called I'm out. Um, I was sitting here thinking about just different spaces that I'm in in my life right now and everything that is in my life or connected to my life or about any intricacies or specificities or regions of my life it all represents me out of the like most recent me and going into the next version of me like everything is a transition I've stated that before life is just endless series of transitions from birth to toddlerhood to um, early childhood to adolescence slash puberty to early adulthood, middle age, which I am in the, in the prime of now and then later adulthood, you know, ger- you know, gerontology, you know, geriatric late adulthood and then eventually death. Right. So now I am in, you know, the start of my prime in my life. Um, and finishing college and then looking into beginning grad school in the next year. And then my children getting older, 
Um, we're doing more things that we all enjoy instead of just doing tasks, 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 objectives, goals, tasks, tasks. We're doing things to enjoy more life and um, enjoy those things and events of life that we see others enjoy. You know, we want a piece of that too. So we're starting to do that and, um, you know, in little ways, just, you know, having fun together here at home. That's great. Yeah, but there's a whole big world out there. And we, we are going to get a taste of that, too. It's, it's time. It's it's past time. And, and if you got a problem with that, argue with your mama, not me. And if you can't argue with your mama, go find somebody else to argue with because it won't be me. Okay? All right. Just a little medical moment. A little PSA for you. All right? So, um, yeah, man. Um, just thinking about, you know, how I am now. Like, you, I mean, I've always kind of been talkative to people that I know and that I'm near and dear to when I was younger, um, but I was relatively shy until I finally broke loose from that, and then you have not been able to shut me up since, okay, and especially now, um, based off of just recent changes, and just, you know, freedom that has been, you know, released, um, fluently through everything, um, now it's like, if I say something I mean, I'm gonna say what I mean, I'm gonna mean what I say, if I have something to say to you, I'm gonna say it to you in firmness, fairness, in love, and, you know, if you get offended, you know, that's, that's out of my pay grade. I don't, you know, your offense to what I said, that may less true. Okay. That that's your that's your issue. That's your problem. That's your burden. Not mine to bear. Like the things that are meant for me to bear, I bear those and nothing more in that order. You're welcome. I'ma say it again. I bear what I'm supposed to bear and nothing more. I bear children, so therefore everything about them becomes my concern, my issue, my burden, my trouble, my problem, my sources for prayer, because those are my children. Those are my children. I am, you know, predestinatedly responsible for them, you know, morally, ethically, legally, custodially, you know, motherly, I'm responsible for them, for myself, you know, because again, to yourself, you have to you know, hold yourself accountable. You have to be integral. You have to be responsible. So I hold myself to that standard. And then as a daughter, I have to make sure that my mother understands and that she knows first and foremost, how much I love her, what I'm accountable to her to be, you know, to be to her as she was to me, because as parents get older and you'll realize that the tide starts to shift to where it's not so much as what they need to be to you, it's what you need to be to them. And if they did half of their job or they loved you halfway enough, then you'll know and you'll understand and you'll have a sense of honor, not pride, but honor and you know, and just just relevant reverence for them because of what they've been to you. Okay? So there's that. Keep that in the forefront of your mind also. Um, and then just again, I was taking earlier academically. Um, something happened earlier this week. I was invited um, due to me being um, in USM. I already talked about that for the, sem- the summer semester. That was my first semester being back in school in 10 years. I-, I know, Jen, so many people have gotten numerous degrees. People done died. People done had kids. What is going on? I know. But see, here's the thing. Sometimes life will keep you in a cylindrical cycle, if you will, until it's needed for you to revisit things. Sometimes you have to handle things. You have to handle business and you have to handle what you you know need to before you can go back to what you, you know, really want to do. You know, sometimes life has a way of taking you, I always say, on different exit ramps. You know, you think you're supposed to turn off here, you know, in a quarter mile, make a right onto the I-10 exit for Biloxi Mobile. That's how the lady on the GPS says it. But then instead, you end up having to go all the way down through 
Gulfport down 49 south into downtown. But it's like, I wasn't hitting here, Lord. What are we doing? The GPS said go back this way. Because he has other plans for you. And sometimes it might seem, and this is just a quick side note. Sometimes it may seem like that is not coming to fruition as quickly as you would like it to. I'm going to go back and say it again because some people think I speak too fast. Do I speak too fast or are you not actively listening? Or is it that you're actively listening, but you're doing something else, and in the way that your, you know, physical, mental, um, medical attention level works, you can't do that and actively listen. So if if you're doing a whole lot while you listen to me, just take a second and listen to the next 30 seconds, because I promise it will bless you. So I'm going to go back to what I said. Sometimes um, God will take us on different routes because he knows that's what's best for us, and he knows that's what we're ready for. And there are other things, again, that you have to handle, that you have to deal with. So even though it seems like that the GPS, um, which is of course, you know, generally God, because he has a say so over what happens in your life. I fervently believe that sometimes he will take you through a few different miles on your course in life to get you where you need to be. Because he knows that when you get to where you want to be, that's where you need to be because you're ready to be there. He'll put you where you think you need to be because that's when you're ready. Not when you think you're ready, but when you're ready. And so when he gets you there to the place where you think you're ready, then that's when he can bless you. But Jen, you graduated school in 2003, I know, because I was born in 85, so I know when my birthday is, and so I know when I graduated high school, but it's 20 years, and you know, but see, I'm going to tell you also something, when I was trying to, and also sometimes, you know, God will use people that are connected to you to, I'm going to be very careful when I state this, but it's, again, it's facts, argue with somebody else, not me, okay, Um, sometimes God will use people to pause your dreams. Now, when I say that, I'm going to pause for a station identification break and say that it's not haters. They're not haters. And some people are. I don't I don't base my life based off what the haters are. What I base my life on is people in God will use people at any form, any interim, any space in your life to prove a point. God will use people that are closest to you to let you know that they're not closest to you. I'm going to say it again. God's going to use people closest to you to let you know that they're not your closest, that they're not the closest to you. And then you have to make a business decision. Do you allow that person that's been in your home, been in your life, been around your family, been around your parents, been around your children to continue to do so if they're not the closest to you? Because a relationship, if it doesn't have meaning and if it's not rev, you know, reverent, if it's not respectful, if it's not kind, the years don't matter. I'm going to say it again. If the relationship is not reverent, if it's not respectful, if it's, if it's not kind, the years are irrelevant. I've seen memes that state the following, that you can be around somebody for two months and the people that you're around for 10, 15, 20 years of your life, that early or that quick relationship or that quick bond or quick friendship or quick kinship or quick you know familyhood that two-month bond has proven more beneficial to the ones you've held on for so many years and I'm not saying that you just throw away your your day ones because I'm not so don't even think like that I'm talking about but it makes you reevaluate you know are you always doing the calling Jen, I, I thought she was talking about, you know, your life and the transitions and how everything's great and moving forward. I am, but we need to get here right quick to the rock gut truth for a minute. Are you always doing everything? Are you always reaching out? 
Are you always saying this? Are you always saying that? Are you always pouring into that person? Are you getting anything out? Are they speaking life into your situation? Are they praying over you spiritually? What are they doing for you? Because sometimes it is true. The song that Janet Jackson sang makes a lot of sense. You know, what have you done for me lately? Ooh, yeah. Like, that's like, seriously. And I'm sorry, but I've been through enough to know that there are people that are closest to me in relationship, but not closest to me in connection. Jen, where are you going with this? I'm going where I'm led. Stay with me. Stay focused, okay? Some people that are closest to you in title are not closest to you in connection. I'm just going to sit there and slide it over to you. There you go. Some people that are closest to you in connection are not closest to you in relationship. Some people that you're in relationship to, you're not as close as you think you are. You need to make sure that your closeness in that relationship is actually based on something that's reverent and respectful and righteous. And just make sure that it's just not a one-ended street that you're just used to going on. So you're just going to stay parked in there, but you're not getting anything from it. But you care about that person, but they care for you. But how consistent is it? What are you getting? getting out of it and no we're not connected to people to get something from them to get something out of it high of a comma that is something that needs to happen there has to be a level of you know reciprocity excuse me or you know there's going to be resentment there's going to be discord there's going to be hurt feelings and that's not productive that's actually counterproductive to who and what and where you need to be i keep i'm trying to move forward from this point but i'm gonna say it again Those that are closest to you in relationship or title are not always the closest to you. Again, you don't throw away the ones that are beneficial to your heart, mind, and soul, and spirit that are righteous and that are right within themselves. I'm not saying that. And you dang for sure don't just automatically throw away all your day ones. I'm not saying that either. But there are some people that we are holding on to. There are some people that we are holding hostage because we are feared. (laughs) We are scared of letting them go. We are scared of what's going to happen if we let them go. We are scared of what we're going to do if we let them go. We're scared of how life's going to be without them. And when I say scared, I don't mean like, ooh, shivering in the corner. It's just your concern for the unknown. Because you're just used to this person being connected to you for so very long. But there's three things you have to think about. And so this actually still encompasses my schematic theme and the main idea and all of that where where it says I'm out. Because you have to think about it. This is not just romance relationship all of that or men and women together and that I'm talking about just down the line friends co-worker relationships family well that's just how they are no it's toxic well that's just how he is no that's abusive well that's just how she is no she's crazy okay like you can't deal with people that are not beneficial. And when I say, and I hate to say it sometimes in relationships, if you don't take a business decision, if you don't have a business mindset, you will, you will fervently fail in the area of your heart. Cause sometimes with a, with a heart matter, you have to take a business approach so you can see where you need to go. So you can see how to navigate that thing. So you can see what's logical and what's your best move to make because you have to make decisions that make sense. When it comes to that too, because if not, you'll be spinning, you'll be a hamster spinning your wheels ever so moving and not getting anywhere. And I, I'm going to pause right here for a station identification break. 
most of us are adults. We are middle-aged. Some of us are menopausal age. Some of us are um, geriatric age. Some of us are, you know, in the senior citizens, early bird special age. So be that as it may, we are all too old for booty calls. Now, if that's just something you want, that's your business. But I'm saying as far as if you are relatively level, if you know that God has certain specificities that he has you to do, if you know that you just want better for your life, if you know that you are on, you know you're on the road to somewhere, but you just need to keep working to get there. If you know what your purpose is, if you know that you have values and you know what those values are, you have morals that you were brought up in and you know what those morals are, what does a booty call give to you? I told you it's Friday, so along with this being the I'm Out Entitled episode of the podcast, this is the part where I'm kind of fixing to cut up, even though my voice is firm, fair, and strong, and calm, okay? Let's just kind of critically think here for a second. What does a booty call give you? What does non-reciprocity give you? What does makeup sex give you? What does... um? Let's think. What does, you know, avoiding a topic so there's no argument, what does that give you? What does, you know, being plied with wine and dancing and gifts, but there's no emotional sacrifice, there's no connector, there's no meaningful conversations. What does all that give you? It's giving tired. Okay? It's giving tired. It's it's giving toxic. It's giving um, non-productive. It's giving counterproductive to who and what you need to be, you know, cause after the, I hate to say it, after the wet munch, after the wet booty, after, you know, after, you know, the makeup sex, after the conversations that are not had, after, you know, after, you know, not having conversations that need to be had, after unforgiveness, after resentment, none of those things are getting you to where and who and what you need to be. It's not. And I, for one, have, um, ever since early this year, and even at the, the fall of last year, I've been reevaluating my connectors, my bonds, my connections. I'm making sure that if I, you know, if I'm still connected to this person, do I still have love for them? You know, are you showing up? Are you saying something to them once a day? It doesn't have to be a soliloquy, a monologue, or a dissertation, or a disposition of thought or feelings and all of that. Because everybody's not as worthy as me. That's fine. But are you letting them know you're thinking about them? Are you sending them something to whether you think about them? I realize as well as with that statement, I'm going to say this and pause right there. Some of us are waiting for seeds to grow in situations. Um, and some of us are waiting for things to fruitionize to where we think they need to be. Some of us are waiting for people to respond to things that we've said. Things that are heartfelt that we said and we haven't gotten the response that we need or we haven't gotten any response at all. Some people don't know how to, I've realized because I'm not just hearing and listening to stuff to be offended or to find offense. I'm learning that and I'm learning myself and I'm learning people. Sometimes we get, we get offended because we're waiting for people to respond the way we would or how we would or where we would. Some people just don't have the capability. Does that mean you grow bitterness and resentment in your heart for them or towards them? Some people, you will never get the reaction that you need to get from them because they're not built that way. They're not built like you and you were built different. Some people know how to tap into the emotional capabilities and fortitude in themselves. I'm going to eat my door pulled closed right now. I am recording, son. Thank you very much. 
You can come in here. I just meant for you to close my door and plug it. Okay, that's fine. Pardon me. That's my bow. He says good morning. Real life. Anyway, but, you know, you have to really look at that thing. You have to see, like, they don't have it. So how can you and you know they don't have it and they weren't reared to have it. So why are you upset when they don't execute that towards you? You can't be. I have family now that I definitely know that there were um, not mishappenings, but things that where they weren't they weren't really taught how to emote. They weren't really taught how to show, you know, they know how to show up, but they don't know how to show emotion. They don't know how to show their heart or they have, you know, specific people to which they show that heart. And then everybody gets the scraps that used to piss me off. If I could just be for real, like I, I want to punch you in your face. That's how hard it used to piss me off. If I could just be for real this morning. But I realize that some people just don't have the capability to say, I'm sorry that I hurt you. I'm sorry that I knew that crushed your spirit. I'm sorry that I knew what I was doing and I didn't care how you felt because I felt vindicated because I made it to where what you thought and what you felt did not matter. And because I treated other people a certain type of way and I treated you guys like leftovers, that that was okay because everybody else was treated fine, right? So obviously you were crazy and you don't know what you're talking about to say that I was wrong for doing that because everybody else sees that I'm a hero. Everybody else sees that I'm awesome. Everybody else sees, you know, this and that. But see, that's the problem. And that's when you deal with people that have narcissistic tendencies and they can't see their own folly and foolishness. They can't see it because they don't want to, because they're thinking, well, the 95% of people that see me between work, home, church, you know, the beginnings and goings of a day, they see this wonderful person, but then you see my disdain for you. You see that I really don't, you know, pluck what you like talking about. You see, you know, that I just really don't care for you, but I don't show that to everybody else. Well, call me Madam Whistleblower. It's not cute. Okay, let's stop it. And I had to realize because for decades it pissed me off. But I had to realize these are people that just don't have the capability. And that's not my issue burden a problem. My issue burden a problem lives with me. My issue burden a problem supports me, you know, as far as being um, someone that roots for me, earnestly contending for the faith with and for me and being happy for me and comforting when I'm sad and a counseling, you know, when it's needed. You know, most times I find counsel solo. It's between me and God. That's our business. But, you know, for the people in my home, they provide that without recourse, without cause, and just because they love me. That's love. If I have to ask you more than once, I'm begging and I'll be damned. Yeah, and that's an actual term. D-A-M-N-E-D. It's not just a curse word. It's an actual, you know, space of what you are setting a standard or boundary in and that is an actual word in the um dictionary um it's also a shortened version of damnation which is you know of course a um a spiritually based term so no seriously i'll be damned so when i say i'm out that means like i'm out of any kind of you know I'm out of any discord. I'm out of any bitterness. I'm out of any kind of contingent. I'm out of any evilness. I'm out of any kind of strife. I'm out of any kind of malice spoken of of me. You're not going to be able to say, well, Jen said this about me. Okay, but if she did say that on a very, very super duper rare occasion that she ever would utter those words, what was stated to her first? What was done first? It's time out that we get offended and keep, keep getting offended with people and offended with that. And they said this and they did that. It's because it's called triggers and you haven't processed them. If all these people are offending you, it's because you have unresolved trauma of your own. Not everybody is that offensive all the time. It's because you are not evolved 
you are in the process and you need to understand that in the Bible, it states it that one living, you know, one living, living at the whole lump. So one little thing can ruin everything. And then they said, don't let the small boxes ruin the vine. Because if you let one into play, because they're cute and they're fluffy and they're furry, then the rest of them are coming in and eat your crop and you won't have anything to show for yourself. It's time for you to be out. And I don't mean out the closet. Now, if you are, that's your business, but that's not what, that's not the crux of this episode. When I say I'm out, I mean, that's my tagline. Federally trademark pendants are on track, but I'm saying be out of all that other stuff. And if you can't do that or you're not willing to do that, get away from people that are healed. Because it really, sometimes you just don't want to be around people that are purposely on purpose not healed. That's just life. You just, you do, you, you are not going to want to put energy or be around people that are not healed. Now, if that is your mission, that's one thing. Like some of us, myself loading, bless his name, are going to work with people that aren't healed, but they're coming to us for the tools, tips, tricks, and notions, theories, practices to assist in that. That's the difference. Find the difference. And with all the posthumous love, respect, regard, as my daddy used to say, where there is no difference, you put a different. He wouldn't say difference. He would say different between, you know, the holy and the holy, the holy and the unholy, clean and unclean. Because, you know, the Bible does say, be ye holy for I, the Lord, your God am holy. Part of being holy is understanding and being accountable and integral and responsible and being just, which covers all those three things. You know, what are you around that's not serving you? I, I'm supposed to move forward. And I know we, we cutting up in a different way, but this is, this is informative too. And even, I mean, not, and that's just not, that's not isolated to family, friends, loved ones, people that you can't stand, whatever the case is. But I'm talking about that inner, I keep talking about your innards, your inner man, who you are on the inside, even that, the parts of that on the inside that you don't need to deal with. What in that are you not dealing with? What in that are you not working on? Because let me go ahead and help you and tell you something this morning. If you don't, it will affect every single connector, connection, bond, relationship you think you got with the people around you. And nobody needs to suffer because you refuse to get right. All right. I got to get up and get dressed for work. I ain't going to hold you. That's it. That's all I got. But um, this has been said with love, firm, and fairness from my heart to yours and your body, soul, mind, spirit, from mine to yours. Of course, governmentally, proprietarily, respectfully yours, Jennifer Annette Smith, because my father named me that, and he's the GOAT, and that's our business, all right? This ends season 13, so I'm going to clap right quick, because I feel like it, I feel it in my spirit for season 13. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for another season of the Just Jazz Podcast. So until Monday, when we bring in season 14, 14, 14, 14, of the podcast, 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 podcast. This is Jen on the Mic, Federally Trademark Pendant, and I am out.